Hello, everybody. Welcome to For the Health of It this morning. I am your host, Dr. Scott Phillips, chiropractor and owner of Lifestyle Chiropractic and Wellness Center in the Clock Tower Building here on Main Street in Heber City, Utah. We are broadcasting live on KTMP, 1340 AM. It's a good morning here in Heber. It's a beautiful day. The sun is out. This is the time, I think, way better than January to really start focusing on our health and making some really good health decisions. Um, You know, a lot of times we use uh, the excuse of a New Year's resolution to say, hey, I'm going to shed some pounds, I'm going to get to the gym, all that kind of stuff. But here in Utah in January, (laughs) waking up early is more difficult because it's darker. There's all kinds of things that that make it a little bit more difficult uh, to really get going on our healthcare goals. So, instead of making January resolutions, let's make some June resolutions. Let's figure out how we can get out there. Now, if you're in, you know, the other hemisphere and your winter is just starting, then feel free to do your January resolutions, no problem at all. Uh, but I imagine the vast majority of people listening, at least that are paying attention, uh, are right here pretty local, and uh, and if not, they're in the United States somewhere, and it's a great time. The sun is out early. I'll tell you, even my 5.45 mornings uh, are light. They're easy to wake up. Uh, they're invigorating to get out on my runs. Not too cold, all that kind of stuff. So, hopefully, health is on the forefront of your mind. And I want to talk about that a little bit. I just posted the, uh, the interview that I did on Park City TV last week. And uh, that was really kind of the the base of it all in fact it was funny because uh, you know i have guests on this show and they contact me and say what are we going to talk about and i say well we'll just kind of chat and i said it's real low-key you'll just kind of come we'll have a good conversation and and uh, and i expect them to feel fine about it and that was about the exact same thing i heard from uh, park city tv and i was still nervous (laughs) And so I didn't really know what we were going to talk about, but before the show, we were just kind of visiting about health in general, and uh, and the host started asking me, you know, kind of what the whole deal is, and I just told him, you know, if people would just think about their health more often, if people would every day have something in their mind about taking care of their health, because I think once it slips off the forefront and goes into the background, and we start worrying about all those other things that cause us to worry, right? We start thinking about work, and we start thinking about there's not enough time in the day for this and that. As soon as that starts to happen, and we don't think about our health, and we think that's something we'll think about later, well, what happens is the body tends to remind us later, and we don't like what it does to remind us. (laughs) We have some symptom, some crisis, some event that then makes us say, oh, maybe I need to start thinking about this. And what we don't realize is if we were already thinking about it every single day, then that event wouldn't have to happen. Uh, Some people think of pain and symptoms and all these kinds of things as uh, malfunctions of the body, right? The body isn't isn't working correctly. Uh, Silly body, right? What are you doing? And really what it is, is your body's reaction to the stresses placed on it, right? The stimulus around it, and whether or not you're helping it react well to that stress. And if you're not, and if you're just letting it overload, then just like a computer or a car or any other machine, it starts to 
break down a little bit. And really, it's self-preservation, guys. It's trying to keep you alive. <laughs> and so if you're running a million miles an hour and you need to slow down, then your body might make it so you have to slow down. And I've talked to lots of those people that have been forced to slow down. They've come to my office limping, and of course they want me to get them going the next day so they can continue to <laughs> abuse their body, right? Uh, it's just not how it works. So, uh, so I want to talk a little bit about today, just about that idea, about June resolutions, <laughs> and saying, hey, there is no better time than today to start really making your health a priority. So what can we do in just one day? What are, what are examples of things we can do, right? If you're not a runner, don't wake up in the morning and say you're going to run five miles. It will be a miserable experience. If you're not a weightlifter, don't say I'm going to go to the gym for three hours and lift weights. It will be a miserable experience. What you need to do is start small and start with things that you can feasibly see yourself doing. Um, typically, humans do not love change, right? We are not big into changing things, routines. Uh, we like things the way they are. And so any change that you try to make, if it's going to be a radical change and your body isn't ready for it, it will not last very long. And so what happens is we say, okay, well, I want to get fit in a month. I've been you know, trashing and abusing my body for the last 17 years, but this month is going to be the month that I'm going to get fit and in shape and healthy, right? And so we already start and kind of set ourselves up for failure. So we say, okay, tomorrow I'm going to go to the gym for three hours. I'm not going to eat anything except for 200 calories of a protein shake, <laughs> and I'm going to try to sustain that as long as possible. And what happens is in, you know, two, three days, maybe a week, maybe two, if we're lucky, uh, it catches up to us and we get frustrated and we stop. And uh, so then our June resolution turns into just about the same as our January resolution does, where it doesn't really last very long. So I want us to be able to uh, make realistic changes. And those realistic changes... Are, uh, are things that we're going to be able to hold on to for long periods of time, if not a lifetime. I had a mistake when I was going through trying to change some of my health, health habits, or my non-health habits, I should call them, that I really was going from night to day, right? Uh, six pack of, of Dr. Pepper a day to no soda, right? If you guys are big soda drinkers. Uh, or I would do uh, tons of processed food to only salads, <laughs> or lots of desserts to no sugar, and uh, these really big night and day changes. And, and it was such a shock to my system. It was such a hard thing for me to, to continue that, that when I could continue it, obviously I got these big results, and I lost some weight, and I got really excited, but... Just as often as it always does, once I was able to be done with that change, <laughs> then, of course, my weight went back, my lethargy went back, my energy depleted again. It's this cycle that I'm sure many of you have been on. And so what I try to help people realize is the big radical changes come from or, or lead to big radical uh, results but they don't last very long because the changes can't last very long. 
And so I put a little quote out on Facebook the other day that I was that uh, I thought was pretty good. My wife didn't agree with me as much, but <laughs> I said that the biggest enemy to our changing our health habits is not willpower, but patience. Because we are, by nature, a very impatient society. We want changes now. We want everything now. We don't realize and we don't respect the, the pathway that it took for our body to get where it is now. And so we think we can undo years and years and years of damage in a few weeks. And so then if that doesn't happen, then we don't feel like uh, we're doing it the way that we should. And so we make these radical changes. We see some big differences and then it all goes back and we're back to square one. And sometimes we're actually worse off than when we started. And so what I want people to, to start to think about is if I can make a change that I can then sustain every day for the next year, right? And, and so if you're a big sweet tooth, uh, don't think that you can just go off sugar for the next year. That is a big willpower problem, you might be able to do it for a couple of weeks, but then as soon as that favorite dessert comes over or as soon as your neighbor bakes you their famous chocolate chip cookies, uh, your sweet tooth will take it right over. Right? So again, before you make a change, is this something I can do every day for the next year? Can I get up and go to the gym three hours every day for the next year? Probably not. I couldn't. <laughs> I can give myself a half hour. I can give myself 40 minutes now, actually, is what I've been doing. Uh, but am I someone that is not active at all and doesn't want to try to wake up any earlier? Well, maybe all I do is walk around the block, right? That takes us maybe three minutes, four minutes, depending on how big your block is, I guess. Maybe you just get out of bed and you do five push-ups. I told someone to do five push-ups in the morning, every morning, every day for the next year. And they thought five push-ups would be no problem, be super easy, right? They don't have to wake up any earlier, just fall out of the bed, <laughs> do your five push-ups, and you're done for the morning. After a couple of days, he told me how sore he was from just doing five push-ups. This is someone that was not used to doing really any exercise at all. He told me how sore he was from just doing those five push-ups. But guess what? As he sustained it, of course, those five push-ups became easier. And then the secret that I didn't tell him that I don't like to share, because again, I'm not trying to change people's routines. It's very stressful to do that. But once five push-ups became easier, five push-ups turned into 10, turned into 20, turned into half-hour workouts, 40-minute workouts. Uh, but only because he was able to really concentrate and make that change and then has his body adapted to it and, and he started to see some little results, then he was able to, uh, to do more and more. And so I think this is where the importance of being consistent comes in. Because if we can consistently change our routine, even in the smallest manner, it's not a stress on our body. And then as we do it day by day by day, it can actually lead into bigger uh, changes. So again, I talk about the sweet tooth. That's me. Guys, I love candy. <laughs> This is this is confessions of a sugar hater that is addicted. Um, I can eat a bag of jelly beans. That's the that's my kryptonite, right? Uh, especially around Easter time, it's rough. Open a bag of jelly beans, and I can finish that thing off. 
And, uh, and so when I started making changes to think, okay, I'm going off sugar right away, that was an unrealistic change that was not going to last. Um, and so instead of doing that, I started to just beef up the good food that I was eating. Right? Let's get some more produce. Let's eat some more fruits and vegetables. Let's try to just get those into my diet. I didn't go off anything. I just started to eat better. I started to eat better food and get those things into my regular routine. And then, again, like I, like I don't like to tell people, we start to see that, hey, when I eat this food, it tastes good. I feel good after. When I eat this other food, it tastes good, but I feel crappy after. You guys have had that experience, I'm sure. And it starts to become not worth it. And so it's been probably 10 years since I started trying to change my health, right? And I'm to the point now where going off sugar was not as difficult as it would have been if I tried 10 years ago. Um, in fact, we've been off sugar probably since about February. Um, I weighed it through Easter without one jelly bean. <laughs> and guys, I could not have done that 10 years ago, 9 years ago, maybe not even last year. But as these changes, these slow, dedicated, constant daily things that I started to do made small changes onto my health, then I was more motivated to do bigger things. I think what our problem is, right, we look at the, let's watch the NBA Finals, right? I called it completely wrong. I said Cleveland was going to win in six. Right now it's 3 nothing, Golden State. And we watch those athletes and we watch them play, and my son wants to play basketball like Steph Curry, and I don't have the heart to tell him that he doesn't have the genetics, but <laughs> it's not just genes, right? He thinks, well, hey, if I go out and I shoot some hoops for a day or two, I could probably be as good as him. Right? But the work that goes into making that type of athlete. And we do this every day, guys. We look at people and we wish that we had that and we wish that they were, we were like them and we wish that they had, we had their fill-in-the-blank. Right? And what we don't do is we don't actually appreciate or even acknowledge the fact that that took a long time for that person to accomplish. And they started in a place similar to where everybody does, where, hey, I've just got to start putting in the time. I've got to start putting in the changes. And then a little while later, that's when things will be good. And so, again, I'm talking to you 10 years after starting, still trying to go down on my weight, still trying to increase some of my energy and, my, and my, uh, all these other good health-type things. Um, but I got so long to do it that I might as well make it a slow process. And so, uh, and so, again, as we talk about our June resolutions, I want you guys to resolve to not want results by July. <laughs> I want you to resolve to be able to make changes because you know they're good for you, not because a number on a scale is going to go down, not because you can finally fit into that swimsuit and look the way that you want to in it. Right? I want you to start making healthy changes because you know that if you do them consistently for a year, a year from today, June 8, 2018, you will be a healthier person because you did one thing every single day consistently for this whole year. 
So what are some of these small things that we can do? I talk about them all the time, right? Five push-ups a day is one. I tell people, if you did nothing else in your life, but you put five push-ups in every single morning from now until June 8th of 2018, would you be healthier next year? And the answer is yes, right? If that's all you did. Now, some people try to challenge me and say, well, what if other things got worse? Well, again, that's, that's what I'm saying. If all you changed for the better or worse <laughs> was doing five push-ups a day and your regular routine stayed the same, you would be healthier in a year. So something that simple, guys. And, and if you commit to it, again, you'll be amazed at the change that it can make in your life. Um, I talk about eating better food. I love the idea of fresh fiber first. That's uh, James Chestnut. He's a chiropractor and microbiologist. He's a really, really smart dude. Uh, and he told me in a seminar a long time ago, fresh fiber first. He said, before you eat any meal, try to eat something fresh, a fresh piece of fruit or vegetable before every meal. Now, have I been 100% with that for the last 10 years? No, I have not. Do I try? I really, really do. But I will tell you that at the beginning, I did do it. I bought a lot of produce. I started eating it before every meal. I didn't change anything else. I still ate my pizza. I still ate my donuts. I still ate my, all that other stuff, my jelly beans. Uh, but I tried to eat a fresh piece of fruit or vegetable before every meal, and it started to change my, my taste buds. It started to change my habits. Um, and it got me to a point where I could actually do, I did a, a raw food diet for a couple of weeks, right? Again, not a year. <laughs> I probably wasn't ready to make that change. Uh, but it prompted me to really start to love some of the food that we eat. Uh, and now, right now I'm a gardener. Now I love fresh food from my garden. Um, I hope people that live around here, they don't get discouraged about growing seasons. I put my seeds in on Memorial Day. So that was a week and a half ago. And, uh, and from seed, guys, right in my garden, I watered a few times, and I went out to weed the garden Monday night of last week, of just this past week, this, this week that we're in. So one week and, and, and half a day after I planted these seeds. And I went out to weed because I saw some greens, and I started pulling weeds out, and I noticed that my plants were shooting up also. In just one week, I was so excited. I felt like such a an all-star gardener. <laughs> but here's what I'm going to get, right? I'm going to get sugar snap peas that the kids can go and eat, and I can go and pick and eat anytime. Carrots I can pull out of the ground and eat straight there from the soil. Tomatoes, beautiful. Big Campbell's soup tomatoes. Thank you, Kent Shelton, for those. Uh, we're going to have zucchini every single day. We're going to have pumpkins that we probably won't eat, but we sure will eat the seeds uh, once it comes carving time in October. Uh, and so we, I've learned to love these foods and really enjoy uh, making my own and eating my own. I was laughing when I was getting the garden put together this year uh, that it would just be easier to till all the ground and then just buy a bunch of vegetables <laughs> and bury them in the ground and have the kids come and pick them out because it would be easier and cheaper. But there's definitely something to growing your own food and eating your own food. And if you had told me 15 years ago that I would care about growing vegetables and eating them, of course, I would have laughed at you. But small, consistent changes daily. So that's another one, right? Five push-ups, uh, eating fresh fruits and vegetables before every meal. Don't change anything else. Don't mess up your routine. 
gratitude journaling. We've talked about happiness and, and positive attitude so much, and this is such a time in our lives and in our history in this country and in our politics and all that kind of stuff where everybody could deal with a dose of gratitude and a dose of positive mentality. Uh, because it is doom and gloom out there, right? You turn on the news, it is all the bad stuff in the world, and there is a lot of it, guys. I'm not a rose-colored glasses type of person that says, hey, let's just ignore that stuff. But what we can do is control the way that we think about it. And so if we have a positive attitude about things, it will change our physiology. So you say, well, how do you get a positive attitude? Well, you start to write down things that you're grateful for. It's a super easy exercise. You can do three things a day. You can write them down on a sheet of paper and throw the sheet of paper away. But the act of writing it down, I think in a notebook or in a notepad on your phone, something like that where you have a list, and it will change you. Uh, it changes students that I have that I challenge to do this. It changes them in a week. And so if you could do something like that every single day for a year, right? 365 times 3, well, it's well over 1,000. I don't want to try to do the math in my head, but it's a lot of things that you're grateful for through a year. And even if you only did that, you would be healthier in a year. I promise. <laughs> uh, other easy things, right? Get yourself looked at. Get yourself worked on. Uh, don't treat your body like a bad car, right, that you just drive into the ground until something smokes out of the hood. Go and check yourself out, and, and you can go to your medical doctor and have them run blood tests. We realize that that's kind of the, the, the least, least effective way to, to realize if you're healthy or not. Uh, go and see a postural specialist. Go and see somebody that can kind of help you look at your frame. Uh, chiropractors are, are really, really good at looking at posture. They're one of the best uh, professions and one of the people that that go through that type of training the very, very most to look at posture and look at uh, just the interworkings of the nervous system to make sure that the brain is getting the right information to the body so that you can be healthy, right? Again, symptoms arise at about 30% health, and so if you wait till something hurts, then you've already depleted the area of 70% of its health. And so go and do that. That doesn't have to be all the time. It doesn't have to be weekly. It doesn't even have to be monthly. But we go to the dentist twice a year for crying out loud to make sure we don't have cavities. So get to your chiropractor, get to your massage therapist, your, your physical therapist, your naturopath, your whoever it is that helps you stay healthy. Right? Western medicine is fantastic at keeping us alive and not sick. Um, but as far as actual staying healthy goes... Uh, you need to find somebody else because the intervention that Western medicine provides does not give us more health. It just keeps us alive. And, uh, and if you're at a state where you just need to be stay kept alive, then go for it. But if you're looking to not just be kept alive but to increase your life enjoyment, uh, you got to find somebody else. And I will tell you that chiropractic for me uh, was the perfect fit, not just uh, as a profession but in my own health care journey. Uh, and so if you have a great chiropractor, please, please make sure you're going in every now and then just to get things checked out. If you got one that makes you come in three times a week all the time just so he can make his boat payment, go find somebody else. <laughs> if I've had a bad dental experience, I don't swear off dentistry, right? I just go find a better dentist. And uh, so you're welcome to come in and check my office out too if you ever have the desire. 
Um, that's not something you want to do every day, <laughs> but that's something you can start to add into your routine. Uh, easy stretching, uh, yoga type movements. If you have a, you can check out a DVD at the library. You can go to a class where there's an instructor that's going to help you out. Uh, that can be an every time, you know, every few days or, or once a week or something like that for sure. There are so many things that you can do and so many uh, paths that you can take. And if you need an expert, contact me. I will be happy to help you wade through some of the, the information, some of the education, some of the hyped up, hyped up uh, fad type things and say, hey, what can you do consistently? So in the last couple of minutes here, I just want you to make some June resolutions. Get healthy. Right now you want to be outside. You want to get active. The, the gardens are plentiful. The farmer's markets are out. Uh, go out and buy produce and, and, and get to know some of that stuff. This is the best time to eat. This is the best time to exercise. This is the best time to wake up early, uh, to be grateful, all those kinds of things. Let's change our resolution date with our health to June. I feel like next year we'll have a show the first week of June, and I am going to ask you how you did with your changes every single day for that whole year. And guess what? If you miss a day, don't wait till next year to start again. Just start again the next day. If you miss a few days, that's a good indication that the change that you're trying to make is not one that you can sustain. And so I would reevaluate and change what the change is going to be. Don't stress your body out. Don't rely on willpower. Let's rely on patience. Let's do small, simple changes. I'll tell you one last story before we sign off. It's a friend of mine that we talked about weight loss. She was one that had a bunch of kids. She couldn't get the weight off. She tried all kinds of different uh, different programs. And I just told her about the fresh fiber first. And I said, don't change anything else. Your body is going to get stressed if you try to do it. Just eat a fresh piece of fruit or vegetable every single before you eat every meal. And then I didn't see her for a long time. In fact, it was probably a year until I saw her again. And she looked fantastic. She probably had lost 50 to 60 to 70 pounds in that year. I told her she looked amazing. I told her she was doing a great job. And I asked her how she did it. And she was almost mad at me at first. And she said, I started what you told me to do. I said, well, that's great. Why are you mad? <laughs> and she said, every day I, I ate a fresh piece of fruit or vegetable for everything I ate. And I did it consistently. I did it every single day. And for six months, nothing happened. <laughs> I'll say that again. Six months, she didn't see one change on the scale. And she said, but I just remembered to keep doing it and to be patient. And after six months, she said it was like some switch flipped. And all of a sudden, things started to go smoother. Pounds started to fly off. She couldn't believe it, and then all her friends started asking, what are you doing? And it made her mad because she said, how much patience do you have? Because this ain't about willpower. This is about being patient. Being making a change for six months and not seeing her desired result. Now, I'll tell you again, if she got to a year of doing that and she hadn't lost a pound, I can tell you that she was healthier. I can tell you that she slept better, that she had more energy, that her relationships were, were uh, healthier. Um, but that weight did start to come off because our body's smart and it starts to, to do its thing when it's given the right, uh, the right tools and the right, uh, the right nutrients, things like that. And so I just want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to find one thing, one thing you can do every single day. 
for the next year. And let's chat about it next June. June 9th probably is when the Thursday will be. 2018, we're going to talk about how you did for the year. But I can promise you that if it's something you can do every day, even if it's small, even if it seems silly, even if it seems that, that this will never do anything, if you can do it for a full year, you'll be amazed at your transformation. I promise you. And if I'm wrong, uh, you can call and leave me a nasty message. <laughs> so go out and be healthy, guys. It's been a pleasure talking to you today. Uh, hopefully you can start today. If you don't start today, start tomorrow. And if you always say you're going to smart start tomorrow, then you'll never start. So go ahead and start today. Go out and be healthy. If you do it for no other reason, do it just for the health of it. Thank you for listening.